Hello and welcome to Mates Rates with me, Gareth Carr, and him. I'm Dan Kayser. Hello. Hello. Nice to have you here with me, Dan. Yes, yeah, alright, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Each week my colleague Dan and I Hello. will <laughs> Each week my colleague Dan and I Hello. We'll pick a topic and discuss the top five moments in movie history, in our opinion, around that topic. So, for example, this week, we're going to be talking about practical special effects. And we're talking about the things that, it's what we like, isn't it? Yeah. The things that stuck with us. Absolutely. Through Absolutely. our uh, filmic histories and childhoods, I suppose. Uh, and it's not, it's by no means an exhaustive list. No, we've put very little effort Very into little it. effort. So we have sifted through our movie collections and picked out five moments that we each feel is an exemplary example of a practical special effect. So that's before the use of CGI. Yeah, no no computer trickery here. This is all practical work that we uh, we respect that kind of craft, don't we? We do indeed. Yeah, oh, you yeah. have to. Absolutely. So at the end of the show, we're also going to have a few honourable mentions. So some things that we didn't quite feel were up there in our top five but are still excellent examples yeah not the not the pure gold but the yeah, sort of the yeah. terry's not, gold. not the 24 no t- terry's all gold yeah the gold blend if you mm. will mm. uh giles from buffy giles from buffy thank absolutely. you anthony stewart head tony head and we will we might even pick out a few examples of the opposite of top five the bottom one or two where the we stinkers the stinkers where we think that you know must do better must try harder put in more effort how dare you yeah present this to me so well let's kick things off so do you want to go first or shall i um i'll go first if that's all right with you yeah yeah is that all right with you? it's all right with me um so i would say again in no particular order but let's kind of go chronologically maybe and go back in time a bit i i think the the stop motion work of Ray Harryhausen. Raymond Harryhausen. Big Ray. Um, big, big old Raza. On on all of those classic kind of Jason and the Argonauts, which oh, is yeah. what my what my uh, my pick is from. Um, Sinbad, the, the did he Sinbad do those ones films? Well? Yeah, Clash of the Titan films. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all very much the uh, the same kind of effects, the kind of the the stop motion creatures, but I think. In Jason and the Argonauts, the the skeletons that come from the they come from the Hydra's teeth. You throw the Hydra's teeth in the ground, and some skeleton men they grow out of that. Is that right? Science. That's that's yeah. That's how that works. Are they, and now, is that a one-time growth or is that perennial? Is like is that like daffodils where you plant the bulbs again, you get more? I I think they're like a weed. I reckon they yeah, come back. They do. Yeah. Um. And so it's the effect is that you've got the live action. Men, the Argonauts. I imagine Jason's there as well. It, probably. Yeah. Where you find Argonauts, you find Jason. You do. And they are fighting sword to sword, sword to shield, with these um, skeleton puppets yeah, that yeah. are, you know, f- uh, photographed frame by frame by Harry Hazen and, uh, I was going to say, and the team. I think he did it on his own. Do you think he did it on his I own? I think he was a one-man band. Oh, no, I don't think so. I think he must have had... Name team. another, name another uh, stop-motion... Legend. Uh, uh, Cromit. <laughs> um, any behind-the-scenes stuff I've seen is, is is just Harry Hazen, but maybe he was a he was a big head. Maybe and he wouldn't maybe. let other people maybe. take the limelight. Like do you know that. what we'll do while we're talking? You're going to look it talking, up. I'm I'm going to Google gonna it. Look it up. Absolutely. Prove that there are other men. The Internet Movie Database. 
That's uh, a good place to start. I will, I will have a look at all cast and crew of Jason and the Argonauts. So the way that they did it is they filmed the, the live-action plates, the, the, the shots of uh, the, those actors pretending to fight against the skeleton. So there's nothing there. So they're clashing swords against... Not even a tennis ball on a stick. I, I think it was pre-tennis. Pre-tennis ball and pre-tennis. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Very early days of film. Um, and this then is Serena Williams like 200 now. That's and then uh, they would go back to Harry Housen's workshop where he was on his own doing it by himself, legend. I'm pretty sure. So I've got the uh, got Jason <laughs> and the Argonauts credits up here. We've got right. in the visual effects department, we've got the legend Ramondo Harry Housen. Yeah. And, Dangerous uh, Ray. And we've got mm, Dorsey. Don't know how we pronounce this, but let's go that, for it. Dorsey A. Lantha. Sounds like, uh, a, like his pet. Effects, his pet's name. Effects, it's a cat. Effects assistant animator. Rubbish. <laughs> Uncredited. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think and when, oh, maybe Dorsey was doing a lot of the legwork. Could have been. Ray was just like, no one's going to remember your stupid uh, name. And a fellow Dan. Dan McManus. Oh, Dan McManus. Yeah. Big Dan Effects McManus. animator again. So okay. Uncredited again. So maybe yep. maybe he did have help, but he did not like to share that spotlight. I think that's. I think you might have hit the nail on the head. Oh, I don't do that. I hit the nail on the thumb. Hmm. But they would then play that footage back and uh, on a screen, and in front of the Best screen, place for it. that's where I do it. Um, and then in front of that screen, they had the the skeleton puppet. So when you're watching um, Jason the Argonauts, you'll see that the the shots when you've got the skeletons and the men in the same shot, they get darker. Mm. It cut when it cuts to that. Yeah, yeah, Those shots are a bit darker because that's um, because it's the rear projection of the the original shots with the ah. puppets in front of them. Oh, that's, uh, that's also true for um, when Ed Two Hundred Nine walks in in Robocop. Ed Two Hundred Nine, love yeah. a bit of Ed Two Hundred Nine. Oh, that yeah. wasn't on my list. That should have been on my that's list. That's a fantastic Robocop. I mean, d- yeah. the sounds that it just, makes as well. I can we that. just segue onto Robocop for a second? I think we should. So the the effects in that were fantastic. Like the the bit, uh, it's a bit body horror but the bit where uh, where Alex P. Murphy no I'm thinking of Alex P. Keaton Alex Murphy uh, I, I thought you were going to hit us with some trivia of Alex Murphy's middle name there no I was just oh. I, was, I was just uh, just, just going all my, excited going, going down a family ties little uh, rabbit warren there anyway uh, the, the, the scene where Alex Murphy gets his hand shot off that's yeah. quite disturbing that's and nasty. it's so realistic and, oh, and that guy melting at the end with the the vat of toxic waste, and then he gets hit by the car, and then he gets hit by the car, and his head just falls off. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's gross. I love it. Um, but yeah, one of my favourite shots from RoboCop, and I'm I can't remember if it's RoboCop one or two. Uh, I shall try and tell you. It might be Rob. I think it might be both. It's the uh, the moment where he uh, takes his hand and ejects Wolverine like a big spike out the knuckle. Yeah, which is then used to uh, as a computer interface. I think yeah, it's that, Robocop that cla- 1. That classic computer interface of a massive spike. Massive spike, yeah. Da- it's, it's, I think it's, it's called a data spike It's it's the, in the uh, film. Yeah, yeah, it, it's the precursor to the USB stick. So, yes, it is in Robocop 1 because that's how he finishes off uh, Clarence Bodiger. He does. At the, uh, is Clarence the Bodiger? Am I thinking that? Bodiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, in the neck, yeah, in the, uh, the, the wasteland where we've had Swamp Thing with his head falling off when the car hits him. <laughs> Um, yeah, Fan- fantastic. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. He, he, um, he kind of goes through the the computer system, doesn't he? Yeah, he finds. I think he finds Clarence and the gang and whatnot. He does. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so just that moment where his, his fingers fold forward. His knuckles kind of fall backwards, uh, yeah, don't yeah. they? Yeah. They sort of open up the port as if, you know, Uber. for a... <laughs> opens up his port. Uh, and then, yeah, this this massive violent spike pops out, and that's how you connect to a computer in the year, whatever it was, nineteen ninety nine, probably back then. It was. I think it was. Do you think it was? Post I could be wrong. I don't think it was. I don't think it was set in the future. Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was because the film came out in something like the eighties. Yeah, eighty seven, maybe something like that. And it was set in the future. Oh, okay. And I think it was set. It was either the. Yeah, the mid nineties, the late nineties. It was, it was. They were clearly not optimistic about what the future would hold for Detroit. Well, they were, they were right, weren't they? Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven. It was. Uh, and That's when it was made. Yeah. Yeah. In a, it, when is it set? In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a, for a terminally wounded cop returns to the force as a powerful cyborg. You're yeah. getting deeper into it. You're getting, trying to do that trailer voice. Do it. Poly- oh, do you, want me, you want me to do that in trailer voice? Okay. Yes, on. please. And it is time. And crime ridden Detroit. A terminally wounded cop returns to the force as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memories. That's nice. Thank you. Robocop. Robocop. Robobooty. I, like, I like my one. <laughs> Robobooty. Not that bad. In honour of uh, Adam Buxton's fact-checking Santa, we're going to be the fact-checking Easter Bunny. <laughs> I did not care for that sound no. at all. Stop it. That's his little Easter Bunny teeth. Uh, so, fact-checking, fact-checking Easter Bunny says that uh, Robocop was set in 2043. So, yeah, a little, little bit so in the future. So, in the future. Some, somewhere in the future. Still right. in the future, you would say. And I believe... Well, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. So, maybe the USB stick will evolve into a giant spike of death. So, moving back on the list. So, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, jump into... I think uh, that's an absolutely fantastic pick. Ray Harryhausen, genius. Absolute legend in the field. But Did also so selfish. Much. Very selfish. Did selfish not share the man. credit. Yeah, selfish old man. Um, yeah, so... Hates his grandkids. Does he? That's what I know. You don't really, do you? We no, don't want to be sued by no the estate idea. of Ray Harryhausen, do you? Not again. So, we'll just say... Allegedly hates his grandkids, but loved other people's. But oh, no, no, still getting no, sued. No, no, no. I think we might cut this. Um, so uh, yeah, on my list, seeing as we're going chronologically with yours, I'm going to go chronologically with mine, uh, which is uh, oh, uh, I guess it's Star Wars. In general. In pretty much in general. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, specifically like the X-Wings and the Trench Run uh, and, yes. and and things of that nature. Uh, ILM, uh, they created, George Lucas created ILM specifically to get the special effects done on Star Wars. There is a fantastic, mm. uh, fantastic documentary series, which you actually introduced me to, as you yes, know, yeah. uh, on uh, the Disney, uh, Disney Plus yeah, on, Disney on streaming the, service. Inside the Disney's. Inside the Dizzles. Yeah. Light and the Magic. Yeah, yeah. P. Dizzy. Dizzy, Dizzy Plus. <laughs> Dizzy Plus, yeah. P. Dizzy to his Put mates. the Dizzy Plus on, love. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, uh, uh, absolutely fantastic series that chronicles the uh, uh, the rise and uh, evolution of ILM, Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they created so many special effects for... Star Wars, they created a whole way of, of doing things. You know, computer-controlled motion control was created for Star Wars. 
in in other films science science fiction films in the past they'd used motion control but this with this they they created the way of of uh, of using a computer to program the movement of the spaceships uh, or of the camera past the, the cameras, space yeah, yeah. The, the spaceships were stationary and uh, thereby they could recreate those movements and and put multiple things in the same shot uh, because they could calculate where the camera needed to go, and, and it's just fantastic, you know, to to think from that we we evolved so many space battles that were fantastic. I mean, like I, I, one of my favourite practical special effects space battles, which is not on the list, uh, was uh, Starship Troopers. Don't know if you remember that. Yeah. What what bit? What oh, bit? The, the, the just the, the the big spaceships in that at the end where they're they're battling. I think the uh, well, the bugs are throwing the up bugs like are the, throwing up the, stuff the, from the, the planet, in, yeah. Into the, yeah. And it's just just the 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 look of it is just fantastic. Yeah. But I mean, I like all of that film. Oh, that that film is amazing, and yeah. the, I was thinking about putting that on my list for various reasons. You know, like the the brain sucking in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When is it, it's not Rob Lowe? Is it? It's not Rob Lowe. Not no. Rob Lowe. I it's don't a man know. that looks like Rob Lowe. It's a man that looks like Rob Lowe. We'll Gets call him Bob Blow. Uh, <laughs> Gets his brain sucked out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know his name, uh, but we're not going to Google everything. God, no. No, not um, No. Um, yeah, when he gets his brain sucked out, uh, that that was absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, it, it was just an innovative way to do things. So they could do. They had to do several passes in this motion control. I'm getting bored. I'm boring myself. Am I boring you? I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You look a little tired. I'm, I mean, I am. Yeah, you're. I'm not getting enough vitamin D. No. Which is not a euphemism. The Walkers. Uh, that's uh, Empire Strikes Back. I am. I am specifically talking about. Are oh, you just Star talking Wars. about the first film? Not yeah, the... the first film that we shall call Star Wars, not A New Hope. We will give it its original title. The Star Wars. Although it was named A New Hope pretty quickly afterwards. Yeah. If Lucas always planned to have multiple films, mm. then what what was the reasoning for New Hope coming? The, the the subtitle coming a little bit later was it? So I think Just that, that was probably a marketing yeah. thing. I mean, I, I I question a little bit. We know that um, that uh, Darth Vader was not originally intended to be Luke's father. That was something that Lucas mm. came up with between four and five, or one and two, depending on how you want to label them. But would he maintain that that? That he, he maintains I, that he wrote, he I, like had the whole no, thing I, plotted. He out, maintains that he had the whole story plotted out, a, a nine a nine part story arc. But I'm not sure that he had the intricacies of all the characters, and I'm not really sure that it was originally supposed intended to be quite so much about the Skywalker family. Skywalker. <laughs> Enjoy that as well. Thanks. That was my. Emperor. Oh, or I Yoda. It, I it was Yoda. <laughs> it, was, I, it was sort of Yoda. I was like, that's a really good Yoda. <laughs> that's that my was, Yoda. That was better. That was better. It was deliberate. That was deliberate, yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, no, it's kind of. It was halfway between Yoda and the Emperor. But, you know, but have you ever seen them in the same room together? Mm. And there's uh, Yeah, episode three. Anyway. Clones everywhere, so. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Who knows? I, do you know what? When I was a kid and I was watching Star Wars and they talked about the Clone Wars and they talked about Obi-Wan Kenobi, I thought that Obi-Wan was like his designator as a clone. 
that like oh, it right. was like the letters O B one O B and then the number one. Yeah. As opposed to Obi Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> you don't need to see those droids. I don't do a good Kenobi anymore. I used to when I smoked. No. I was going to say, yeah, I thought you I thought you could do that. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell me about the Clone Wars. <laughs> I went a little bit bowy at the end. <laughs> well, let's move on. What's your next pick? Oh. Are we trying to go chronologically? Because I've got to figure out when these things came out. Uh, no, no, not at all. I just, um, it was, the oldest one on my list was the Harry Hasn't, so I just thought I'd say that. The film Poltergeist. <gasps> Poltergeist. Carry on, carry on. Is that Poltergeist? That is Poltergeist, yeah. yeah. Um, I used to love that film when I was a kid, but for some reason, uh, when I grew up, I just, yeah, lost interest. But there was three of them. I th- was there three or more? There might even be more. Um, there's, I think, when that film came out, it was considered to be genuinely terrifying. Spielberg, isn't it? Yeah. Just well, he might have produced, I don't know if he... I think it was considered to be very scary, and then I must admit, I watched it only a couple of weeks ago. And there's a moment when the some of the paranormal investigators open up the bedroom door after the little girl has disappeared, and yeah. there's all of the toys flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's a record spinning around on its own, and then some needle of some kind lands on it, and it plays music, and it just it looks okay. Right, effects aside, it's just really goofy and really oh really childish. Oh, okay. And I thought you were about to say it looked fantastic. These these people are are terrified. Um, because yeah, what they're what they're seeing are these things flying around the room. But it just looks oh. really goofy and really slapsticky. And like again, forgive the effects of the because of the the time and everything. Uh, I tell you what is a, a another really good effect, or mm-hmm. again of the time inside of Poltergeist. Um, one of the paranormal investigators has gone off to do something in a rush, and uh, catches himself in the mirror. And you watch him claw his own face off. He kind of like rips it off down to the, like a, a bit of skin comes off and he pulls it and then he keeps it, like he digs his fingers in. Oh, uh, it's very clearly, it's very clearly like a model head. I mean, of course it is. Yeah. But um, it's very disconnected from the hands and the arms of the actor right. pretending to pull his own face off. Um, and then he kind of snaps out of it, and it was—it was, you know, he imagined it. It was a, it was a ghost stream. Playing. It, was a, it was a sexy ghost stream. No, that's, that's and, in Ghostbusters. Um, Do you remember that scene? Uh, yeah. Which I—I uh, I don't think I ever saw that scene until I bought the DVD with Ray. With Ray, yeah. And his belt. Ray, being... Ray getting uh, <laughs> filleted by a, a spirit. A sexy lady spirit. Sexy lady spirit. And he lets it happen the as well. Dance. Yeah. Yeah, and he lets it happen. In fact, he does his best uh, Dan Aykroyd goofy face and lets his head fall back against the pillow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a children's film. Isn't it? Yeah, I know. I watched that film with my daughters and I'd forgotten that bit was in there. And yeah. Yeah. Let's not, let's not talk about it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Poltergeist. Poltergeist. So yes, uh, faces melting off. Fantastic. Yeah. But the, the effect that I wanted to talk about was kind of one of the last I think it is the last effect of the mm, film I remember and it. it's the house kind of it implodes and then explodes it kind of like pulls itself pulls kind of like sucks yeah, into itself like a black hole itself. yeah yeah and yeah. then it explodes well this is this is more of 
Industrial Light and Magic. It is fantastic work. It is, um, it is. and kind of the behind the scenes of, of of how they pulled that off. They built a miniature of the house. Um, they put all of these wires inside of it so that they could pull them and then pull the house in on itself. And then they had pyrotechnics that would explode the house. And one of the producers and one of the effects guys um, had a, a backup plan that they ended up using, which was there are two shotguns mounted oh, yes. above the model. Yeah. So there's the initial... Uh, bang of the pyrotechnic device inside yeah. the model and then they fire two shotguns at it so my my recollection of that is that on the, set yeah that's the, amazing the idea is that they were pulling it back into this into this drain effectively yeah and and some of the bits were too big so the shotguns were set up effectively to allow them to crumple down into the the small area yeah, I think. They, they just fired. Yeah, they just fired shotguns at it. I mean, uh, you, it's American, you know. Fix oh yeah, it, I didn't fix think... it with a shotgun. <laughs> it's broken. Let's that's fix it um, with a shotgun. I think that's Walmart's tagline. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and good so, uh, and then just off the back of that, um, the film Scanners. Oh, Scanners. Oh, I, I'm not sure I've ever seen Scanners all the way through. I think I've seen bits of it. You've, I mean, like the the famous shot is the, the one that I mentioned now, which is the head. You know, the one of the one of the psychics is um, getting into this guy's head, and his head starts to like bubble and uh, and vibrate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then it explodes. That was also basically done. how I feel when I'm having an argument with my 15 year old daughter. Yeah, yeah. That was also done with shotguns <laughs> and so, a real actor. Yeah. So there yeah. are his last um, credit was. <laughs> So yeah, that that shot has got like a black background, and just hidden in the darkness is one or more shotguns, <laughs> and then they just shoot the model that's full of, you know. And why wouldn't you? Blood and Seriously, guts. you're in America. You've got plenty of guns to spare. Yeah, put them to put them to good use. Put them to good use. Put them in the film industry. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I, I love guns in films. I do. I I don't like them in real life. They're scary in real life. In, in real, yeah, it's weird. When I went to visit America, the Americas, the Americas, uh, we stayed with some American friends of ours, and it was lovely. It's absolutely lovely. And then one day, uh, my friend, also named Dan, there's a lot of you guys about. Yeah, but uh, he spells it with like three A's, doesn't he? No. Um, Dan. 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 <laughs> it's D A Y N. Dan. Dan. Yeah, my friend Dan and I, uh, we went uh, around to uh, his brother-in-law's house and we just shot some uh, Mexicans because that's legal there. Uh, no, we shot... Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, we didn't shoot Jesus Christ. They're very religious people. Jose Christ. Jose Christ. Jesus, I think. It's what you're after. <laughs> Jesus Christi. Um, no, we shot, uh, we shot some uh, cans and uh, milk cartons in the back garden and it was absolutely loads of fun. Uh, and like their nearest house, uh, the nearest neighbour is about an acre away. So you're not in any danger of stray bullets going too far. Um, but it just, it made me think, you know, that in America, anyone could have one of these things. It was fun to go over there and visit and be able to shoot guns. But to live there, I, I, I always thought that I could give it a go living in America until that experience. So you went over there and you, you partook of this. Oh, absolutely. Some might say that you... You appropriated their culture. Are you saying that I'm part of the problem? Yep. Yep. I I I can agree with that. Part of the fucking patriarchy. Mate. It's the fucking patriarchy. 
Anyway, should we move on? Uh, please do. I'm going to go with Superman. The Superman. Superman the movie. So um, we're talking about the um, Christopher, Christopher Reeve, Reeve. Richard Donner directed yeah. Superman the movie. You'll believe a man can fly. And you did. You know, it was seminal, that film. Groundbreaking. You know, you actually, you, you the, I mean, the, especially the shots where he is literally just flying off because it's wire work and he's being lifted off by some sort of crane. Yeah. It looks seamless. It looks absolutely perfect that this, this human being all of a sudden can fly. And then they, again, they I think they pioneered uh, blue screen technology as it was then. So my early VHS copies of this, before they color corrected it, that Superman suit looks very green. Because the I was going to say, how would that, how would that have worked if they filmed blue screen, a blue suit against old, old copies? If you look back at the the copies that they would like play on ITV in the eighties, he, he mm. looked went on the flying scenes. That suit looked rather green, and okay. that's because they had this primary blue color as the blue screen. It used to be blue screen. It was never green screen until until considerably later. I don't know why they changed it to green screen. Why they decided that was better? There's, uh, I think they were finding that there was less. Um, green in skin tones yeah, and costuming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can, I can imagine that, imagery. Yeah. I can imagine just just people's eyes with blue screen might be a problem. You know, yeah. it's it's got that pigment in there. Um, like your good self. Thank you. Yeah, beautiful eyes. Beautiful. I could get, I could get quite lost in those eyes. Uh, the the visual medium of podcasts. Yeah. Oh, listeners. Let's. I mean, you'll I'm, never. You'll never I'm know. Assuming. Um, <laughs> Listen, uh, you wish hi, you were right here. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, yeah, the 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 what was the blue screen back then, uh, and the the just the the flying effects, some of the uh, the spaceship landing stuff. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you 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 leaned forward into the mic. I, I felt like you were gonna dig me out of the hole that I was about to. Into. No, I was just thinking about the the, the baby Kalel lifting the the ship. Oh yes, with Marlon Brando reading the lines from his nappy. <laughs> did you not know that? <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando uh, did not treat Superman the movie with the respect that it deserved. He thought it was a silly little comic book movie. And uh, this is uh, one of my one of my favourite quiz quiz facts, which is never going to come up. But uh, St- uh, Sylvester Stallone was a massive comic book and Superman fan. And he campaigned like really hard to uh, for the role of Superman. All right. And what uh, are you going to say for Jarrell? No, no, no. But Marlon Brando just said no to him. He just, just, just sort of dismissed it out of hand that he would be that he could play the role of Kal El, that he could play Clark Kent. Uh, and so uh, he, uh, and it was even doubly insulting because Marlon Brando, it was literally just a paycheck movie for him. He did not give a toss about it. Mm. He really didn't. And he did, literally, he had, uh, in that crib scene, he's got his line, not the crib, in the launch of the spaceship scene with yeah. the baby, he's got his lines on the baby. Written on there. Yeah. But so, on the baby's so that, crib or whatever. That proves that he, he didn't take that film seriously and that he didn't take. Because he, he did that in Godfather as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Where did his, he have his lines? His lines were pinned onto other actors. Oh, really? Actors who had their backs to camera. <sighs> his lines are just I written in big type. I don't know why the hell people like this guy. He's a bad, he's bad guy. He's a bad guy. Absolutely. Don't trust him. Yeah, yeah. I think he should be stopped. I think he's dead. Good. 
Yep. But anyway, yeah. So Superman the movie. Uh, I, I so uh, thinking about the special effects in that. Um, the, the 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 scene where he goes down into the uh, the Lex Luthor tunnels by drilling down into the street. That was fantastic. Do you remember that? Does he he's like he spins, spins like a top, and, like a drill? Yeah, yeah. He, he just I he do remember that. Sticks his hand out and says, "Stand back." Stand like back, civilians, citizens. <laughs> citizens, absolutely. Uh, and he, yeah, he spins around. And then there was uh, several deleted scenes uh, um, of him battling like fire and ice. Have you have you never seen these? Fire and ice, what monsters? No, no. Oh. So, so uh, he he goes down the ele- into the subway. The elements of fire. And he ice. goes down to the subway, and uh, Lex Luthor has set up various traps for him. I think, think there is. Uh, like a machine gun trap where just loads of bullets fire at him. He doesn't give a shit about he that. He does not give a flying fuck. Uh, drop the F-bomb. There we're, we're there now. Let's just do it. It's all out. Just, uh, you've just changed our rating I on have. Spotify. I have. Uh, and and then he sort of moves forward and then there's flamethrowers and then he moves forward and there's like an ice gun and he you know has to come out of those things. It's, it's on the extended edition. Hmm. I'm going to look at that. The him lifting the car out of the trench, uh, where where what, after Lois, after Lois has, 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 has died, yeah. In it, I mean that was that was fantastic. It was just it just my my favourite moment from that film, and it's got nothing to do with the practical effects side of things, but yeah, when she's died, and he loses his shit, mm. and just before he turns time backwards by flying around the earth, which. Doesn't make sense, but still, it's it fine. Doesn't make sense. To um, but yeah, it's that shot of him shouting, screaming as he as he flies up yeah. uh, to go and his his con moment, if you will. Yeah, I just I love I, I, it's his it's Reeves' performance. Oh yes, um, you I completely buy that he's uh, upset and angry at the loss of his. I mean. At that point, is she even is she anything to him at all? She's just a woman that he he's, fancies. He's the lo- yeah, she's the love interest. But yeah, he he has fallen any, in love they, with it. No, they oh, right. What are you talking about? What do you mean done anything? Don't you sully, don't you soil, Superman the movie? So he he does stuff in number three. You know when he's bad, <laughs> and he's got the dark suit and the stubble. Yeah, he has sex with Billy Connolly's wife. <laughs> yeah, yes, Pamela Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh. Well, not uh, but like. Yeah, I don't know Billy Connolly that, how you say that. That brings up the. Well, no, no, she was fine. He would have killed her. Are you uh, talking about uh, Kevin Smith shotgun through the back? Man of Steel, woman of Kleenex moment. Yeah. He would have, he would have destroyed her. That's <laughs> a book. It's Steel, a book. It's a Kleenex. book. Man of Steel, woman of Kleenex. It's talking about how Superman could never be with anyone because he'd just kill them. But yeah, it's it's the Kevin Smith, it's the disgusting thing that you Blows just said. Blows a load like a shotgun through a yeah, back. Yes, yes, the thing that you said. Yeah. So yeah, so Superman, the movie, fantastic, seminal moment in special effects history. Uh, but anyway, moving on. What's next? Uh, so we've already discussed uh, seeing some seeing some head explode. Yeah, yeah we've absolutely seen some good head. But I think. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and do two here, but in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when the Nazis are killed by the the Ark of the Covenant being opened, oh yes, at the end, oh yes, uh, and when um, big old Candlehead himself, yeah, and when that guy's head 
melts. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Uh, that character, I had to look it up. I couldn't remember his name. I thought right. it was just horrible, sweaty Nazi man. Sweaty Nazi Bernie Handman. Yeah, who's got um, his own um, coat hanger at, yeah. at a moment's notice. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that coat hanger was fantastic. It is pretty cool. We I, all want one. Yeah, where'd you get him? Uh, um, but yeah, his name is Major Arnold Tolt. Tolt? Do you know what? I must I've never have watched, known his name. I must have watched that film like a hundred times. And yeah. Um, maybe it's said. Never, is it? it maybe, uh, maybe it is. It probably is by... Um, See, I don't even know the bad guy's name. <laughs> his name isn't... It's like... Bolog. Oh, Belloc. 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 Bolloc. Yeah. See, I always thought Belloc Sweaty was Bolloc. that guy. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Oh, what? With the melty face? Yeah. No, his head explodes. He explodes at the end after melty yeah. face. So he's the one with the lovely headdress at the end. Yeah, he? he's dressed like the Pope. Yes. He's an explodey Pope. I mean, that... that explode... And curiously, Sorry. that is how all popes die as well. Like, yeah, that that yeah, smoke yeah. that they put up through at the it. Vatican. They, yeah, that's that's pope smoke. Because they show them the Ark of the Covenant. That's how, that's how they yeah. retire them. Yeah, they were like, we promised up. you we'd show you this. Yeah, and like, I don't I don't want to look at it. They're like, you need know. to need to look at no, it. I don't want to. I don't, don't like it. Little Jean Francis, uh, yeah, whatever yeah. your name is, you need to have a little it's, look. It's just Francis. Huh? It's just Francis. He, he's to his friends. To his friends, he's John. Yeah, Jean Frank. Jean Frank. Johnny F. Yeah. Um, anyway, little Johnny F. Yeah, no, that's a fantastic pick. Uh, I haven't really got too much uh, else to say about Indiana Jones except for the, there's that old curious. Uh, it's not a conspiracy theory, is it? There's that old uh, interesting film theory about the Indiana Jones film Raiders of the Lost Ark that it would have happened exactly the same whether he was there or not. Uh, that theory can do one, can't it? Really? I I got no I problem with it. I think, I think it's, it's I think it's fine. Um, that's from Big Bang Theory, isn't it? Um, or, the, I, the, I or, think or, the, or it popularized. No, it. I think it's been. Yeah, I think it's been around for quite a while. Yeah, um, it can still do one, and so can that show. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. I, I wonder. I want to love Big Bang Theory, but yeah, it's 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 all right. I I I quite liked the show, but I never really found it that funny. It's, it's considering no. it's a big old comedy show. Yeah. It, it just it was it was nice. It's I liked no the friends. characters. It's no no. It's no friends, and it's no Seinfeld. Do you like Seinfeld? Seinfeld? I never used to, and then I went I went down a rabbit hole. I watched it. And I watched. I binged I, nine series I, of no, Seinfeld. I, I binged nine Love series it. about oh, two month, two years ago. Sorry, not not two months ago. Um, and yeah, I had never watched it before, and I enjoyed it, but they were horrible people. That's why they're punished at the end. I know, I know. That's why. But yeah, they're they are. No, they are. Just, they're all. You can't sympathise. You want to sympathise with them. You want to root for them. But there's they're no all redeeming awful qualities. People. No. Maybe Kramer. Kramer's all right. So they melted that Nazi's face. Melted um, the Nazi's by, face. Uh, making a, a prop head made of multiple layers of wax. Yeah. And then put it under hot lights. Yeah. And filmed it uh, under time lapse. Yeah. And then play it back at that fast speed, and you get to. I think they got lucky, like the way the eyeballs sink into the skull yeah. and, and then kind of pop and melt and everything. It was so um, good. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And it's you just want to replicate that, uh, even just for the the experience of it. Mm. You know, I want to make that thing and then I want to melt that thing and film it. I, that'd be great. I'd love to do that. Um, and then, can, I, can I ask you, um, if you were going to make melt a Nazi's face? Melt, well, melt a face. Oh. Whose face would you do? 
Oh, what if I was to put yeah. one together? So this is good. This is a cathartic thing, right? Where yeah. you, you can pick someone Ooh. to melt their face. So whose face? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, you can't say Boris choices. Johnson. That's too easy. No, um, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to give him any kind of <laughs> extra time publicity. <laughs> well, let's let's put cut that there then. <laughs> Damn it! Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a bully uh, from the past. You can say Nigel Farage. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's already got quite a melty face. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. Ma- bullies from the past, maybe. Bullies, what from you school. like from school? Oh from wow! From school, yeah. Wow, God, you you're holding on to that, really, aren't you? Well, you never let go. No. You never let go of your trauma. It's not healthy. Uh yeah. You just got you gotta you gotta bottle everything down and hold on to it forever. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I was brought up. Yeah. Do you know who I pick? Whoever directed Kick Ass Two, because Oh god. Fuck. Yeah, what a shame. Absolutely. What a shame. But I w- I would also add to um kind of heads being destroyed in Indiana Jones films. Um, from Last Crusade, the you chose poorly scene, the aging. Oh, that's fantastic. And I uh, do, can, I, can I ask you a quick, quick question? You can try. Um, which is your favourite indie film? Oh, God. Um, it, it, it changes from Raiders to Last Crusade, mm-hmm. uh, back and forth, mainly while I'm watching them. I think maybe last. Cru- I think maybe last crusade. Last crusade. Because last crusade. Sean Connery is fantastic. Sean Connery. Um, yes. And the pen is mightier than the sword. It's just got great. It's got such great moments in it, and yeah. I think that's the one that I would. If you like, this gave is me the archaeology. It's our age against evil. If you gave me the box again, set. I used to be able to do a really good Sean when I that's smoked. Pretty good. Don't put yourself down. Um, it's not deep enough anymore. Uh, Get back on them cigarettes. <laughs> no, don't, children. It's bad for you. Don't smoke cigarettes. Don't smoke um, cigarettes. Unless you're trying to perfect a Sean Connery yes. impression. I can be only one McLeod. And then you should smoke. Yes. But yeah, no, I, th- I think it is. I think it's Last Crusade. I think that's... that's Yeah, no, Last Crusade's definitely... Do you like mine. Temple of Doom? Not really. No. Do you? Again, like, while I'm watching it, but I wouldn't go out of my way. Like, if it's... If it's on the television... I tell you, Tem- Temple of Doom related. Have you seen everything, everywhere, all at once? Yes. The, the, what, I can't remember his name. Uh, Quan, uh, what the hell is his name? Well, in the film, sh- short round. From, short round, Data from Raiders. From Goonies. Yeah. What's his real name? I don't know. Something Quan or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's just that's the link. That film, everything, everywhere, Loved all at it. once. Fantastic. Loved it. I've been looking forward to that for a long time. It was so good. Um, I wanted to watch that, not only because it looked fantastic, but because of the director. Directors, I should say, the Daniels. Yes. Did you watch Swiss Army Man? I didn't, but I keep wanting you need to. to. Watch Swiss I really Army wanted Man. to watch it. I love that as well. I tell you what, I that's do. a lot. I think that's that is weirder, and then sometimes quite uncomfortable. That film, especially towards the end. But anyway, uh, I'm going to make you watch that. I'm going to say this say this wrong, but uh, fact checking Easter Bunny <laughs> is here. Key uh, Key Hugh Kwan. Is uh, is the actor's name who played Data in uh, in Goonies, Short Round in Temple of Doom, and uh, uh, Waymond in uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And he was fantastic. He's been a stunt coordinator for for many many years. And He's called Waymond. 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 Waymond, like Raymond with a lisp. With a like a Chinese lisp. 
That's, that's not on, is it? His name is Wayman. Look, no, 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 no. If you were going, not with, to, not, no, not list, but like it would be Chinese people not being able to pronounce ours and stuff. But that's no, mean. But, they called but, him no, that. The, the, the stereotype is that they pronounce them like L's. That's why we'd be layman. What? Yeah. I'm not going to go down. We, yeah, I'm not going to go. You've been, you've been racist, and you need I've to not be been stopped. racist. This was you. <laughs> His name is Waymond. Waymond Wang. Um, Waymond Wang. That's right. Anyway, so moving on. Uh, yeah, I'm hunting Waymond Wang. What <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Last Crusade is the correct answer. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it's made by the by the relationship between. So they they kind of, I th- I think that uh, the thing that Temple of Doom's missing was kind of the relationship that he had with Marion, in the first one. Yeah, because the what's what's the Kate Capshaw? I can't. Uh, she's got a bloke's name in it, hasn't she? What's she called? Danny. No. Terry. Alex. Terry. Someone like that. <laughs> Mike. Terry. Jeff. Uh, Kate Capshaw, it's the, it's uh, Mrs. Steven Spielberg, or the erstwhile Mrs. Steven Spielberg. I don't know if they're still married. Willie. Willie Scott. Willie Kate Scott. Capshaw, Willie Scott. Yeah. Um, she's, yeah. She's awful. She's, well, she's or, just, or she's, her character's just terrible. She's not, she's, me, she's she's not no meant agency. to be likeable. She's got no agency. She's got, she's got, she doesn't do anything for herself. She's just. She's always there to be rescued, and that's all she is. Yeah, and she's like a scream queen. Yeah, whereas Marion, in the first one, played by Karen Allen. Uh absolutely fantastic and she's you know she's her own woman. She's uh, she's running the bar by herself. She doesn't need Indiana Jones. She can look after herself. Uh because he doesn't need to be there, right? Cuz he doesn't need to be. There. Well, do you know the, the, I mean the, so this is the thing that if he wasn't there then she might have ended up dead, you know. Um Yeah, doesn't he come in right like you see his shadow and like comes in and shoots someone. Yeah, he comes in and uh, and and saves her. But in terms of the the Nazis and their ultimate demise, if if he wasn't there, they would get. They, they still would have opened it. They still would have opened it. They would hubris. have all died. Yeah, and and that's that. The, I always wondered, like they, like what was his name? Be- Belloc. Belloc. So he opens the. He does that. What he does that for Hitler? Wouldn't Hitler want to do that? We could yeah. have killed Hitler. We could have killed Hitler. We've found we've religion. Yeah. The box of religion. It, it's a film, Dan. It's, it's a you, film. That's what you say. It's not. It's not real. We could have. We could have saved so many people. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So moving on. So uh, my next pick. That's a really good, really good pick. Belloc. Uh, we were trying to go chronologically here, weren't we? Uh, so I'm, that's just you. Just me. Just me. I, I've kicked it off, but you've embraced it. Uh, so my next pick uh, is going to be. Uh, the alien queen in Aliens. Oh, no talking. Yeah, so I mean, I I was I'm an Inarin. I only picked one uh, alien reference, but I was I was I'm an Inarin between the chestburster and the alien queen. The chestburster is fantastic, but it does look a little bit dated. I j- I just watched it with my daughter. Uh, yeah, the fifteen. Really? Yeah, we watched we watched about half the whole of film. Well, the we, first one. The first one we started to. We didn't we didn't watch it all. We watched it on Halloween. Uh, and we were ending up watching it in like two minute segments between trick or treaters. Oh, right. And so after we we got to the point of the chestburster, 
and just after, and then we decided to just give up because it it, it deserves to be watched in one hit. And your daughter is fifteen. Yeah, and she wanted to how, watch. How did that go? She wanted to watch an eighteen film. Yeah, she's fine. She she was fine with. Oh, it. she wanted to. Yeah. So you just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, so you, are you telling me that you didn't watch 18 films before you were 18? Um, never my, never no, drank. never did that. No. No. Never, 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 never did anything. Fucking, never, a, fucking never, angel, yeah. Never had gay sex before 21, because that no, was the uh, rules back then. Uh, <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I you don't. seem to know a lot about these rules. Yeah. <laughs> then we need to cut that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cut out all racism Cut out and anal sex Yeah, the rules used to be horrific for for gay men. It was, I think, it was twenty one. It was certainly like eighteen. Like it was, there was certainly like a dis- oh, we're doing this. Yeah, well, we're, we're just gonna. Yeah, uh, the, the, it it was a uh, it was unfairly biased against uh, homosexual relationships because yeah, it was sixteen for heterosexual, but I think it was. I think it was 21. It might have been 18. And of course, if you were a politician, you could uh, take them at 14. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. The one thing that's always uh, troubled me a little bit with that scene is the bit where the teeny tiny alien runs off. It runs off in a straight line very, very quickly as if it is a, a Clearly, channel cut in the table yeah. that it just is slid along. Or it's being pulled by <laughs> a string. Being pulled, yeah. Yeah. And that's... I- Absolutely agree. I love the Alien franchise. I yeah. love the first film. Yeah, there's, there's, um, when, when the chest burster first comes out and mm. it's kind of sitting in John Hurt's chest yeah, yeah. cavity, there's this, Little I don't know sympathy. what it is, there's like a weird, um, blood squirt that mm. looks very false. It's mm. just a weird so the, shape. It's very like this tubular blood squirt that goes across. Yeah, the first. And it just looks, it's obviously it's come out of, a pipe, and yeah. it's uh, it's just something about it. Really nitpicky. Well, let's let's move really on nitpicky. to let's move on to aliens because that Ooh. that alien queen. That yeah. I mean, that whole fight sequence with the alien queen and the uh, the power lifter, the mechanized mm. suit that she's wearing. Going to clutch his power loader. Power loader. Sorry. Thank you very much. No, I'm no. Sorry. I appreciate the pedantic. Sorry that you were wrong. I I appreciate your pedantic nature, and though other people have shunned you for this. I embrace it. Power loader scene where with the, the fighting of the alien queen. The whole thing is fantastically done. It is it's it's perfect practical special effects. It looks real. And that that alien queen, which I think is how many is it? Two or three puppeteers in the, a suit a together? Proper, I, think I think it's, it's more I think there's one main person inside mm. and then there's possibly um in total including that that, that main um, person wearing a costume. I think there's like four of them. Yeah, because there was definitely two guys, sort of back to back, side to side. Because there was the, the the queen has four arms. Yeah, uh, she's got little mini forearms, and then she's got the big old normal arms. Yeah. So yeah, so they they sort of uh, uh, were back to back, and their left and right arms were in the middle, sticking out the chest uh, as if they were. Two extra arms, then they have the little, one. They've got, they've got, they're controlling the little T Rex arms that she's got in there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's fantastic. And again, uh, I, I know we're we're sounding on about this ILM documentary, but they 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 tell you how they did it, and they tell you about this this uh, I think they call it a trash trash version, yeah. trash bag trash version, trash bag monster. Yeah, like trash bag yeah. monster. They made trash in the in the, in the in the the car park of ILM. Uh, the, which is the, effectively the alien queen just made out of bin liners, black bin liners. Mm. Uh, 
and it looks amazing. It was all like the proper puppet yeah. armature underneath, so yeah. they could get all the movement. Yeah. And that was yeah, and that that was just their sort of proof of concept, and and it looked so good, uh, and it looks so real. It's it's so fantastic, and and let's not even forget the the splicing in half of uh, of Bishop. Yes. The ripping in half with the tail, and you know him just you know lying there on the deck. I mean, it's 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 classic. Uh, hide the body beneath the. Uh, Still looks really good though. But it looks amazing. It looks really good. It looks really, really good. And I yeah. like the I like the the chess pun. Queen takes bishop. Oh, that's good. That's nice. That's very good. Well done, James Cameron. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he thought about it. I don't think he did. He's an idiot. Pretty should. Yeah, I know. What's he ever done? What's he? Him gonna, and Ray Harry. He'll never make monsters. anything of himself. Ah <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of the the sort of the the perfect movie moments special effects i mean the whole film is riddled with uh no sorry ridley was the first one uh the whole film is riddled with amazing special effects you know uh and yeah the, the, i i wholeheartedly recommend the extended edition because i i was speaking to someone earlier or recently i was speaking to someone recently and they were not in favor of the extended edition they were like oh what do those gun turrets bring to it and i'm like it's, it's a brilliant sequence it's so tense yeah, that person who is that person ah uh, he's not a friend anymore they're wrong he didn't like you because you were pedantic yeah um but yeah well that's fair enough but he's wrong about aliens another example of you know, pedantry um I've got a little I've got a little factoid about Ooh. that scene that you're talking oh, about please, there with the, please, with the queen and the power loader so the puppet that you're describing there the, the huge one-to-one scale um alien queen yep um when you see her it in close up you're seeing the the large one-to-one puppet if you see a wide shot of the queen and the power loader mm. you're looking at miniatures and a uh, sigourney weaver is replaced in that miniature of course <gasps> by her doll oh, so wow. there's a little mini power loader it's about i don't know 40, 50 centimetres high. Did they have And the... there's a little, like, there's a Barbie, for all intents, I- inside this power loader. That's amazing. And it's it's in the film. And so if you pause on, so, like, you know, when... I love Blu-ray. When the Queen... High definition. When you the Queen pulls this. her down into the airlock. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's got the puppet that in it. Barbie? Yeah. I will Yeah, because you, see, that, you that. see its legs and everything. I so will. There's a, yeah, there's a Sigourney Weaver doll. Mm. Uh, inside that power loader, and I think that's fantastic. Do you want to do you want to uh, lose some potential listeners right now? How do you feel about Alien Three? Uh, I really like Alien Three, I love and Alien I really 3. like again the director's cut, the assembly cut, or the assembly yeah. cut. There isn't yeah. a director's cut. There's You're no right. director's cut. The I mean, I, I believe that um, I liked it before that. It's, so it's, did I. It's not as good, no, as those first two films. It isn't because it's really, different. but it's got some really powerful moments. Yeah. There's a moment when, um, and again, I think it's in the only in the assembly, she's searching for half of Bishop in the, in the yes. junkyard, yeah, yeah, and some of the male prisoners, oh, they're all male, aren't they? All the prisoners come yeah, out, yeah, yeah, and uh, and they try to do gonna, a little rapey. They're going to try and rape her, mm. and uh, then the 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 kind of the the, the, yeah. the pious guy comes out and he he says he has to educate the brothers yeah. with his steel pipe. Yes, and, and, and protects I, her from from that, and that that moment's incredible. I, and it's got nothing to do with sci-fi or aliens or monsters. It's, it's to do got, with the monster of man. It's got one of my favourite speeches, and it's that guy, uh, Charles S. Dutton. Uh, the character's name is Leonard Dillon. Do you remember Dillon? Yeah, <laughs> Dillon. 
Dylan. He's a son of a bitch. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Oh, that's beautiful. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, Charles S. Dutton. Uh, he he gives one of my favorite movie speeches of all time in that film. I just I just I I get goosebumps when I hear him say, "You want to you want to go out on your knees begging for mercy." You know, that, I can't remember what it is, but it's so powerful. Oh, it's mm. so good. It's the bit where it's just before they they're gonna. Does the, it's when the, he's, he's trying to convince the the brothers to to fight the alien, mm. uh, and it's just such a powerful, rousing speech. And I wish I could remember it more. I'm going to look it up. You can do it now. Scav's going to look that up, and um, because he's going to look it up, I'm going to make him read all of it <laughs> in character. We're all going to die. The only question is when. This is a good place as any uh, to take your first steps to heaven. The only question is how you check out. You want to go out on your feet or on your fucking knees? Begging. I ain't much for begging. Nobody gave me nothing, so I say fuck that thing. Let's fight it. Something like that. That was rousing. It was. It's a a fantastic speech. I'm now roused. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's a low angle of him. He's talking to everybody in the walls, and it's it's so good. So good. He's such a powerful actor, that guy, as well. Yeah. I just, I just really like it. I know it gets, uh, it's, gets a bad rap, but yeah, it's better than four. It's oh, better than it's, Alien Resurrection. It's way better than four. I mean, Alien Resurrection is a bit of a weird one because it kind of like the Again, first half it is has fine. Its moments, but it's, yeah, it's like the first half is fine, but then they bring in the human alien hybrid thing, and it's just, oh, you lost me there. Well, even before, I mean, you, you know, you set it so many hundreds of years after those films. So, and Ripley died at the end of three. Spoilers. And yeah. now you've got this Ripley clone and it's just I yeah, don't know. I, d- I do have it's a problem. Like they turn up the turn up the sci-fi knob a little bit too much. I do, well, I do have a problem with that that whole um the clone having memories of Ripley's former life. Yeah. Which is, you know, cuz you don't carry your memories in your genes, you carry your memories in your brain and a brain was it was in, it was smelted. Yeah. So, should we move on to your next pick? Yes, let's do that. So, um, the film. The film. Um, Inception. 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 Inception is a film that I have seen and enjoyed only once. I oh. did enjoy it. Was that at theatres? No, I don't think so. Oh. I saw that at the, at the cinema and I uh, enjoyed it. I, 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 For me, that's possibly Nolan's best I I work. do love a bit of Nolan. Yeah, but I, but the 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 moment that I'm going to reference is the the hallway fight scene. Well, where the house is turning roundy. Yes, so you've yeah. got um, Jay Gordon Levitt. Yep, and he's being Jay Gordon flung upside levitating. down and no. thrown left to right because they've got a huge set on hydraulics. Yeah, and they're yep spinning it round and moving it while they're yeah, doing yeah. the choreography and the that that set that practical set is incredible and. There's another huge, fantastic practical set in that the, the the dream sequence at the beginning of Inception, when um, in the what we perceive to be the work, real world, mm-hmm. uh, DiCaprio's character Cobb is dropped into the water, and when he's dropped into the water inside the dream, the the world starts to fall apart and starts to flood, and all this yes. water pours in, and that's again all practical. That was done. For realsies. That was though they they James Cameron that ass did they? Yeah, 
And it was a little Titanic abyss. Um, I think I think it's a, a a really good film. Um, doesn't get the the love it deserves. Um, but yeah, I really like that. I, I think that effect is. I think it's a fantastic. Film. I mean, there's a lot of money thrown at it. There's yeah. It's, it's an expensive uh, number of effects to do. Expensive set work. I think one one interesting thing about Nolan's work is that he seems to be obsessed with time. So Inception is all about like you go into the dream and time changes. You go deeper into another dream, yeah. time changes. Yeah. And then let's look at some of his other work. So let's look at Memento. That that's time sort of. He's he's time's not running backwards, but he's going backwards through time to the beginning of the film, effectively to the beginning of the story. Yeah. Fantastic film as well, Memento, which yeah. I believe he's redoing. I don't know why. Uh, oh, don't do that. No, no. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk that plays with time in such an inventive way. Have you seen Dunkirk? Yeah. Dunkirk's fantastic, isn't it? It's got so it's got one. It's three stories. One of which which is told over the course of I think it's a week. One of which which is told over the course of a day, and one of which which is told over the course of an hour. Uh, these three stories are spliced together uh, to make one sort of seamless narrative where you sort of figure out at some point they're all going to catch up with each other. Anyway, I'm boring you. I can see it in your face. Uh, it, you, you know, you're using the, the present tense there. Well, boring. Yeah. Oh, oh, as in I've bored you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then I'm of being, course... being horrible to my And then friend, of course, he, seem, he seems like he, he sort of... This all cum- culminated in, uh, in Tenet, which is... Which I haven't haven't seen. You haven't seen. You gave me a copy of Tenant to watch. Have you still got it? And I didn't do that thing. Have you still got it then? Yeah. <laughs> you can't have it. Have Have you watched the Batman yet? No. Fucking hell. Yes. So, uh, and you know, even his Batman films. So, uh, Batman Begins. That's that's a very non-linear film. He's going jumping back and forth between uh, Bruce Wayne in present day Gotham and you know Bruce in his pilgrimage out to meet Liam Neeson or whatever. Uh, yeah, he just loves time. Interstellar, another one. Oh, I love Interstellar. That plays with time. I I, I love the science in Interstellar. The fact that they, uh, close to the the black, close to the black hole, gravity slows time down because that's what would happen. Uh, things traveling at different speeds and closer to gravitational bodies, time warps. Anyway, does it is time stretched? Is that what time? What uh, so uh, time is uh when you get close to a large gravitational body uh the it warps space time because space and time are the same thing they're called space time uh gps satellites are essentially uh satellites that contain very accurate clocks and they all have to be calibrated to account for the fact that time is moving slightly faster for them up in space than it is down here on earth um can you stop teaching me stuff please i did not come on a film podcast to learn Sorry. Fuck's sake. So sorry. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so, moving on. My next uh, pick. Uh, I'm going to go uh, non-chronologically this time. And it's about time. It's about time. Apollo 13. Ooh. Apollo 13. Fantastic film. Uh, I love the fact that when they showed this film to uh, test audiences in America, they came out going, ah, the happy ending was a bit much, wasn't it? Very Hollywood. True story, guys. Stop it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the, the, all filmed practically 
I mean, there may have been some CG shots of uh, externals of spacecraft. I can't really speak to that. But the stuff inside, uh, inside the, the the spacecraft, they were weightless because they did it in the uh, the vomit comet, the plane that will take you up very high and then give you a period of weightlessness. So I presume they must have built a set inside this vomit comet. That's that's I don't know what it's really called, but that's what people that's nickname, the nickname it. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because you throw up a lot in there. Uh, and uh, it, it flies up in a parabola. It goes, again, sciencey words, a parabolic oh, arc. God, I know, I'm sorry. teaching me sorry. things. It accelerates up, and then it stops accelerating and allows gravity to pull it back down, and when the plane and the people inside the plane are all falling at the same rate, then essentially inside the plane it's like you're weightless. And that's how they filmed, like, in, I think it's like 30-second chunks or may- maybe two minutes at most, but that's how they filmed the entire space scenes of Apollo so how 13. Long did, how long did that take? Obviously, a long time. I, I presume it was a long time. But yeah, but it, I mean, it totally pays off. If you think about those space films, like even, even, uh, I was going to mention your next one, so I'm not going right. to. Uh, no, 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 because we'll, we'll segue it. If you think about those, um, those space films where people are weightless so uh, one that springs to my mind star trek first contact there there there's there's some stuff outside in space in that one and it's it's fine but it's wire work you know or uh even gravity uh sandra bullock uh inside the inside the space station uh, the, I don't. It's not the mere space station, is it? Because that was that's gone. But inside this this Russian space station, it's wire work. She's pulling herself along. You know, all these things where they're set in space, it's all wire work. But this, not wire work. This is really how it was. You know. Have you seen the um, OK Go music video? I have, and that was filmed on the Vomit Comet. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, and that was what a three-minute music video. So, uh, yeah, and that took. I think they did like ten to fifteen rounds of going up and doing could, this. Could you imagine if you're the one that fucked up the take? I mean, Jesus, we got to go again. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm really sorry. Shut up, Bill Paxton. Pull it together. <laughs> or you're you're doing a dramatic moment, and then you. You yeah, do yeah. vom. <laughs> Actually vom. You vom all over the you camera. Vom. It's all right. Ron Howard's Ron Howard's like, it's okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep it in. Uh we I'm sure they did vomit, it's fine. He does have a very nerdy voice. Shut up, Richie Cunningham. <laughs> From Richie Cunningham to one of the most prolific and respected respected until yeah. The Han Solo story. I was going to say, is, is your Star Wars film going off the rails? Getting Richie Cunningham. Yeah, and then send it completely onto. Yeah. Off the rails, out of the sky, into Boo. the sea. <laughs> Crash that bitch into a mountain. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking but about? did you like it? Did you like Solo? No, shit. Oh. oh. You should have said. Yeah. It was shit. It was. I like that train sequence train with sequence uh, Woody, Woody Harrelson. That was cool. Yeah, but then, then like Woody Harrelson was one of the best characters with... and he just died straight away. Yeah, it had nothing to do with Hanzo. Nothing to do with Hanzo. I mean, Hanzo. it might have been there, but I can't Did remember. Did it have Michelle Yeoh in it as well? I've forgotten. I've blocked most of this film out. I don't remember. Um, it's bad. Yeah, Donald Glover was good. I like Donald Glover, but he's good in everything. He yeah. didn't rescue the film. Class act. 
Mm. So yeah, I love Apollo 13. I love that it's a true story, and I love that they made it with practical special effects. Uh, you were talking about weightlessness. You were talking about uh, lack of gravity. Um, and so let's talk about uh, Kubrick's 2001 Space Odyssey. 2001. And there's just... I mean, there's there's a lot in that film. There's a lot of effects. The year 2000, the distant future. <laughs> so we've got scenes like when he's uh, when he's exercising. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's the, the 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 ship is spinning and he's, oh, that's fantastic. And he's I running. love that. They uh, rotate the ship. But there's another little tiny moment where you've got this this um, simulation of of a uh, lack of gravity. You've got um, people on a ship mm-hmm. and there's not meant to be any gravity in the ship that they're in and uh, a pen is floating through the through the yes. through the void yeah and someone um, then grabs it takes it and, and uses it so the way that they did that is it is um it's quite a wide shot relatively wide shot um the pen is attached to a massive piece of glass and they move the piece of glass as the camera's moving as well. Wow. And then the person just grabs it, the glass stops moving, and the camera can move towards the glass. And the glass is just, it's, you know, polished within an inch of its life, so you don't get wow. any reflection or any... Um, uh, any any fingerprints. Any fingerprints on the glass. And, um, yeah, that's how they did the... That's, that's how amazing. they did this pen moving wow. through. Um, the, the practical effects that they did for uh, what they call the Stargate sequence, when he kind of travels mm-hmm. through space-time... And you've got all these colours, and you see the nebulas kind of melting into each other. That looks like graphics. That looks like what we would call CGI now, mm-hmm. but this is pre-CGI, so this is all done in camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it's worth digging into some behind-the-scenes footage mm-hmm. to look at how they made that because it's it's incredible. It's very very clever. It's an amazing amazing film, uh, and then at the end it just goes fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, when he becomes the star child at the end. Yeah, what the hell? And, I, I mean, uh, I don't think I've ever seen 2010. I don't think it's worth it. I I heard... Was that Kubrick? Good things. Uh, no, I don't think it is. He but didn't do that. No, but it is based off uh, an Arthur C. Clarke novel. Cause it, it, oh, okay. they, they're, so it is It is a sequel. It's not like, it's it's not like they went, we need a Hollywood sequel to this. Well, we yeah. said 2001 before. Let's keep those same numbers. Switch them around a little bit. And we got 2010, a space... Oh. No, not a space odyssey. We've done that. The year we made contact. That sounds great, Derek. Why is this guy called where, Derek? I don't where Where's he from? He's from America. He's from the Americas. He's from the Americas. Is he from the South? I don't know where he's from. <laughs> I think he needs to be cut out. Um, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, so they, they made uh, 2010, uh, the year we made contact. But I've, I, I, I've not seen it. I, I, I'm sure I've heard good things, though. I don't think it. I think that Kubrick. I don't think it can hold up to. I don't. I, so I think. I think that uh, what you'll probably have with 2010. So I'm. I'm going to review a film that I haven't seen now. This is very <laughs> good. Uh, what you probably got is a bit more of a just a box standard Hollywood film because you haven't got Kubrick behind the wheel and Kubrick. You know, like him or not, he's a master. Yeah. Or he was a master. He was. Um. Hmm. Full Metal Jacket, that was his, wasn't it? Yep. The Shining. The Shining. Possibly. Sometimes my favourite movie. My movie, my favourite movie, Shifts. Another one I've only seen once. It's outrageous. I know. 
love that film. I need to watch it again. Should we move on? Please. So, my... Uh, was that your last one? Was that your that fifth? That was. That was my that fifth was and final. One? Well, we'll do honourable mentions in a minute. I've got one more uh, for practical special effects, which absolutely baffled me at the time as to how they did this. Um, I, I, since I can see the gag now. I can see how it works. But it still amazes me just how real it looks, which is... Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger removing the skin from his left arm in mm. Terminator 2 and then flexing his robotic skeleton. Uh, it just, it looks so good. Yeah. Is it Stan Winston? Is yes. it Stan Winston? Yes. The, the master, absolute master Stan Winston. Yeah, it just looks so good. It looks so real. I mean, everything in that, I look, you know, like from the, the robot foot crushing the skull, which I think they, they also did that in... In Terminator, I think. I think it was like a callback. Mm. Um, but I think they, they did it immensely better in Terminator 2 because they had what's known as a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, Terminator 1, fantastic film, but Terminator 2, whoa. One of the best films ever made, in my opinion. I love that film. And it had so so many other practical special effects. It, I mean, it, it obviously is very famous for pioneering the cgi special effects of the walking liquid yeah. metal robert patrick yeah the t-1000 the t-1000 but but yeah so things like the the removal of the uh of his of arnie's uh brain chip his cpu so that you can now is that in a director's cut? that's in the special edition special edition have you seen it? you must have seen yeah. the special edition yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which was so amazingly well done you know they're si- sitting in front of a mirror and you've got uh sarah connor uh, and Arnie, and you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger's head open, and you can see that they're in a mirror, and this is before CGI, and you're like, how the hell did they do that? And I can tell you, sorry kids, spoilers, uh, Linda Hamilton has a twin sister. So they sit, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton, on the other side of this, in air that, quotes, mirror. Yeah, they're in the, they are the they reflection. They are the reflection, so yeah, you can yeah. see Arnold Schwarzenegger talking, and you've got... Uh, you've got Linda Hamilton on the other side, and then you've got her twin sister with a with a uh, a mock up, uh, a fake uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so she can actually put these instruments into his head and pull out the CPU. It's fantastic. It's so well done. Yeah, and they're just they're in sync as. Yeah, they just rehearsed it within an inch of its life, yeah. and just you know did it. I mean, it's the old mirror gag, isn't it? You know, they've been doing that joke on uh, you know Dawn French and yeah. Darcy Bustle in the Vicar of Dibley. Yeah, the Marx Brothers. It's yeah, but they, they did it so well. Um but I mean any other practical special effects in that film? There's loads of them. But. So the the one that I really like is um when John Connor's step parents are killed mm-hmm. and um his stepmother, Vasquez. Vasquez. Um she yeah, she puts the um she puts her uh, knife arm through. Did you see what she's doing these days, Vasquez? She sells bras. Yeah, no. Brasiers. Lingerie shops. Yeah, very successful. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. So, yeah, so he puts his knife she, arm. She puts her metal arm or T1000, pretending to be her, puts her metal blade arm through. Uh, um, it's the finger, isn't it? No, it's no, it's her whole, whole arm. Oh, it's a whole arm. And she puts it through his mouth. And it goes oh, yeah, through the sorry. milk carton. I'm thinking of the, the other twins that are used in the... Yes, yeah, yeah. They put the milk carton. Uh, it yeah, goes through the milk yeah, carton yeah. and then through his mouth and at the back of his head. 
and of course there's you know you see her arm kind of morph back into mm-hmm. human arm again that's cgi element CGI, but, but the the blade uh, through the mouth and into the wall um you see that retract and the, the milk bottle carton even falls mm-hmm. that's practical oh wow and that's really really cool is that is that simply a case of it's behind his head yeah and he's got his mouth open kind yeah of thing. and there's yeah. Like, and there's like a retractable blade that they made that moves it, it, it sits in his open mouth and then it pulls out fast oh, enough to drop the carton okay. so that that shot of of the carton dropping and then him dropping dead that's practical and then wow. they layer the cgi over it the is arm. really good yeah it's great it's really good i mean th- th- i mean another practical special effect or is it, is it is it a practical special effect or is it stunt work? The, uh, the 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 truck sliding along, and then splitting in two with the liquid nitrogen at the end. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. I, I suppose that's like a controlled stunt. Mm. But yeah, but yeah, practically done. Mm. I had another one that I was thinking of. I mean, the, the, actually, another fantastic, fantastic uh, special effect in that film is uh, Sarah Connor turning to ashes. Oh, what when the in the dream in the dream sequence when the yeah the, the, the atomic explosions bombs. yeah yeah mm. and she's holding onto the fence yeah I mean that's it's, fantastic it's full of fantastic effects that film mm. and it and it's it's not just the fantastic effects it's that you look at them and you go I I I can't see where the gag is I can't see the the trick behind this effect yeah and it's it's all so good especially on the practical effects and the, but the the cg on the t1000 it still holds up it does yeah hold you up. can look at it and you of course it's not real you can see you can see yeah. that it's yeah. digital but yeah but, the, but, but they, for a film that's what 20 plus oh 30 it's 30, 30 years, years old, old. it's like 19 i think it's 1991 that's 30 years ago oh 31 years ago god we're old fuck yeah um so yeah wow that old that's fantastic isn't it isn't it good yeah isn't it good I could watch and, that and the special effects for that i think we're all down to uh the abyss i think that's where they started that with the water yes the yeah. water creature in the abyss which is another fantastic james cameron film anyway so uh, i've got a couple of honorable mentions please do uh so uh mention them now american werewolf in london yeah yeah i mean that yeah. should have been on main lists I should think. have been on yours Probably I think. it's not mine. it's not particularly my film but i know you're a massive fan yeah uh yeah that that main that main transformation scene when mm, but you, yeah you see it for the first it time is, and the, the, the face again, stretching we've used that word before groundbreaking that yeah it really the was. hand stretching. Uh, is that winston as well stan winston I'm not sure i think you're right yeah uh uh dark knight flipping of the uh flipping of that lorry oh, that's the a, semi that's a fantastic yeah pardon? yeah <laughs> uh yeah and um I'm pretty sure that's a miniature. No, no, no that was real. That was real. They, uh, did they, cause did they, they do it in miniature as well? They did it in the same way uh, that they uh, in uh, Casino Royale they broke the record for the number of times they flipped a car, and they used the same mm. method that which is that they have a I think it's a compressed gas canister, uh, which fires out a massive piston. So. Uh, if you imagine the Aston Martins coming yeah. along and it swerves, turns around to the left, so it's like sliding side on, yeah. and then they fire this massive piston out using this compressed gas to flip it over on its side, and they did exactly the same thing, but with this truck. So yeah. that that was real. They really did flip that, and that's again, that that might have to appear in in a later podcast about about car stunts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd enjoy that. 
I think we should do that. Um, yeah, uh, another honourable mention that I want to put in there is Johnny Five from Short Circuit. Just as a generally a good puppet. She was just fantastic. He looked like a real, a real. I mean, goofy as hell. But I remember watching that as a kid, and it was like, this, this is a real robot. It's yeah, when watching it, then he was a real. He was a a, a character. Yeah. In, in, inside the film I mean, let's, that you believed let's not talk about the, the, the racial portrayal issues in those films oh in the second one in the second oh, well, God, he's, he's, he's in the, in the first, first one, one as well, well isn't F- he? Fisher Stevens uh, the very white man playing uh, his name changes as well uh, I'm Benjamin gonna, yeah Benjamin 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 his name changes. What is his name? What between the two films? Yeah, between the, what, think, does he become more Asian? Uh, no, I think it's a this writer wrote that character, and if we call it the same name, we'll have to pay him money. Oh wow! I think uh, so. In the first, never film, mind the racial incident, <laughs> uh, insensitivity. He's uh, oh, he's. Uh, I need glasses. Oh, look at this old man Carl's putting some glasses on. You don't oh, see this right. way. Look at this. Look these at these frames. These are my late mother's glasses. Oh. I know. Uh, so in the first film, he's Ben Jabit- Jabituya. And in the second one... Speaking of being racially insensitive, Gareth's going to pronounce some names <laughs> for you. Absolutely. In the second one, he's uh, Ben Jav- uh, Javeri. Ben Javeri. Yeah. Oh, dear. Ben Jabituya. And Ben Javeri. And I apologise for the way I pronounce those names. Those fictional names. that was not good. But either way, yeah. But either way, he was, you know, blacked up. Yeah, don't apologise to him. I'm not apologising to him. I'm, apo- I'm apologising to anyone who's got that name in real life. Now, and I've do just you think, butchered it. Do you think that he was kind of happy to go along and do that? Regardless I, of getting paid. I and, think, and I th- well, do you know what? Regardless of, the, you know, I'm going to be in a film and it's going to be fun. Shall we say it was a different time? I don't know. I suppose I, I, you have I to. Think, I think it was an era where it wasn't, there wasn't quite the stigma that there is today. So maybe he just didn't think about it. Yeah. If we're, if we're being kind. Um, and, you know, obviously. I think he just, he just did what he was told. I think that for the first one, he probably just, he was like, yeah, yeah, I've got an acting gig. And then the second one, he was like, yeah, I've got an acting gig and I get to be the star. Because in the second yeah. one, he was the star. Yeah. Um, whether or not he thought Johnny Five I'm... Was the star. <laughs> Johnny Five. He's alive. He was. Um, yeah, whether or not he thought he was about... he of gold at the end. He, he, <laughs> he golded was, up. I know. They, yeah. I nearly said they laminated him. Uh, <laughs> don't know why. Um <laughs> To, to keep him fresh. <laughs> yeah, they gold-plated him. Right. Well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed uh, our debut episode, our debut foray into talking shit about films for far too long. Uh, we hope to do it again sometime soon. Uh, thank you to everybody. Uh, if you uh, if you enjoyed this, please like, share, and subscribe. No, I'm not. No, no? I'm not saying that. Okay. I feel sick. I can't believe you? you said this. Oh, well. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We hope to uh, speak to you all again soon. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if I ever see you in the street, I'll shake you by the hand. It's been an absolute pleasure. And if I ever see you in the street, I will cross the street. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night.